listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot okay it's childish gambino homegirl drop it like the nasdaq move white girls like this coke up my ass, ass crack. crack move black girls because man fuck it i'll do either i love pussy i love bitches dude i should be running peter in adidas with some hey. short shorts b-o-o all over me my green is what's so supposed to be your green is in my grocery this asian dude i stole his girl and now he got that koji beef my dick is like an accent mark it's all about the ovaries hot like a parked car i sound weird like nigga with a hard r fly like the logo on my cousin's 440s eating oreos like these white girls that blow me vodka for my ladies whiskey for a grown man hanging in the islands looking for earl like toe jam i made the beat retarded so i'm calling it a slow jam butcher and i know it man kill beef go ham these rappers are afraid of him because i'm a beast bitch girl invader zim Bambino is a car girl fuck you pay, pay me. me brand new whip on these niggas like slavery oh. <laughs> hey welcome to the blackout to podcast your host rod and yeah that's my jam it is my jam man i remember when that shit came out i was like i told y'all niggas anyway we are live on a tuesday Mm-hmm. on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews and we will read them on the air as long as they are nice reviews mm-hmm. we don't read mean reviews and we don't leave reviews as less than five stars anything less than five stars that's not nice you a sucker and i don't have time for you no we don't see you mm-hmm. i'm keeping my life positive um but yeah so uh do all that stuff check it all out we appreciate everybody takes the time out um you know what this look this show is brought to you by people that are the blackout tips premium subscribers mm-hmm. we love y'all okay y'all y- y'all go above and beyond y'all are the reason that for the season okay come on y'all the reason for every season if it wasn't for y'all i don't know what the fuck i'd be doing with my life uh we wouldn't have the options before us to try to do things that like i said you know the goal of this show for a long time has been for both of us to be doing this full time not Mm -hmm. just me um but we really wouldn't even have made it to just me if not for y'all um you know we worked hard and all that stuff but it's people that was like yo i'm willing to put a bill on it every month a motherfucking bill there's some people that's like hey hey you know some things got to go back but y'all was like this right here i can't cut this and i know we are luxury to a lot of people so it's one of those things where we take uh you paying very very seriously and that's why we motherfucking work hard and y'all get shit when nobody else gets shit yeah so i mean you know some people pay netflix some people pay us some people pay both well i appreciate the people to take the time out to hook us up because you know on. i you know and i say that as a person that subscribes to a lot of premium stuff we um, do. you know my patreon is i get a bill from that every month for all the different creators i support um monthly with my little my little change um keith and the girl i have been a forever a premium subscriber to them as that show has changed over the years Mm -hmm. and i remember when they first opened that up and i said yo i want to i want to do this so you guys don't have to be clowns anymore so you guys don't have to and i don't mean that and i don't mean that pejoratively they were literal yeah they were clowns like for people that don't know go what do you mean no they were they were actually clowns like i remember that you know Mm -hmm. so that was a big thing for me um and i try to support you know podcasts that i really get enriched from or that i really just enjoy um you know behind the wall you know so i practice what i preach so all that to say that i understand the 
sacrifice that it is you know to put a little something aside every month for some people that some of you've never met us you know what i mean and you're just like i just want y'all to exist in this world uh some of y'all don't even listen to those shows some of y'all do listen to all of them like i just like that uh i just appreciate it and i'll never take it for granted and never take it for granted uh black guy who tips premiums your lives matter hashtag your lives matter yeah you can go to the black com slash premium if you're interested in supporting us in that way um you know and that's the other thing too is like whenever people because like i said i am planning on us taking more time off i'm not joking about that shit um and you know people are gonna uh i'm sure at some point be like man i really wish blah 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 well there's all these premium shows we've done and continue to do and then there's a bunch of um stuff that is um you know um archived on our website theblackoutist.com you can still go listen to all the old free episodes Mm -hmm. uh, at any time you just have to stream it directly from our website you know you can download the mp3s and stuff if you want but you know all that stuff is out there so i'm not gonna you know not gonna feel bad about taking time off but and i'm learning to have to do that we have to do that you know um i think it was my girl rihanna who talked about that um in a recent interview oh she did um yeah as i just closed fucking firefox by accident god damn it um i was gonna pull it up but uh she talked about it recently about needing to take time off hard working woman every time you turn around she got another fucking line of something coming out yeah i feel like like not this not that celebrity and stuff is that important but sometimes you feel like like i put stuff out and you see it confirmed other places and so i I know it's funny we just did that show when we came back from the break and i was talking about the importance of taking time off refreshing and renewing ourselves Mm -hmm. we do what we love but you don't want to turn what you love into such like a chore that it's no like people can hear like you don't love this no more you know people can tell um a lot of times because you know people that actually listen to us hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours upon hours of hearing us you after a while you get used to people's tone and their voices and things like that and you will be able to tell the change and you know it's one of those things where if you um care about people you know you want them to rest everybody go self-care 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 most people don't mean self-care uh when they say it they go self-care for everybody else but me no Mm -hmm. self-care for you too you you, self-care is not actually everybody else can get self-care but not me yeah and i listen to a lot of podcasts and over the years you hear the ones where it's like oh these people are gonna stop doing this show or there's no love or no joy here or whatever you know like they're not being fed from this anymore and they don't have the energy life is getting to them things are changing you know and it's not always a bad thing but this isn't the thing that brings them joy anymore and it's a chore and i don't ever want to sound like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't ever want people to feel obligated to do this shit so that's you know a big thing but one of the reasons i don't you know because i've crafted it to where you know i enjoy what I, what we talk about i enjoy what we do yes um so it, for, in general one of the things um is kind of taking that time off you know even if you have a job that you um enjoy right some of y'all love your job yo it, it's a it's, it's still a job it's still a job 60 hours at the job you love is still 60 hours of work you know so it, come it's, on and the, and the body ain't made to actually just go 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 and statistics have shown once you reach a certain amount of hours 
it's pointless anyway particularly at work a they're gonna tax the fuck out of you and b your error rates go up and all that shit no right so um it's just something to think about man so y'all premium people thank you that's thank all i want to say you. and uh if you like what do you get for being a premium member um someone had written me <laughs> i think it was during the break i can't remember i think it was someone wrote us an email and it was like hey i'm thinking about canceling my premium subscription because from what i can tell it's nothing but movie reviews and may i think what the other thing was is like movie reviews and sports or something and i'm like you know what uh you might cancel anyway i'm not i'm not saying it but it gave me a chance to go look at the premium feed and be like what is out there because i know it's not just that Mm-mm. but you know i'm like is that what it looks like have we gotten a red is that all and so i broke down all the shows and i'm like lip smacking good it's karen's and and i now uh mm-hmm. our food show we talk about food food culture everybody sees our instagram our yelp elite uh pictures and stuff well one of us and um, <laughs> i need to step my game up y'all I'm, I'm sorry and they see like all and they're like wow where'd you get that what is that what that looks good you know we cook all this different stuff and we talk about it you know mm-hmm um so that's one show we have of course balls deep sports it's a sports podcast a lot of stuff that's pop culture and sports we don't talk about on the regular show <clears throat> it's behind the paywall so yes i do have uh, an opinion about kevin garnett i mean kevin durant uh tearing his acl you know i do have an opinion about paul pierce saying he uh had to take a shit and that's why he got wheelchaired off the motherfucking court back uh when they played the lakers in the finals <laughs> you know and justin's here and karen's normally karen's been here a lot lately mm-hmm. and we talk about that pregame is a show where it's just shooting the shit with me and me and justin and karen's here a lot of times uh mm-hmm. depends um and we just talk about you know what's happening during the week ymca basketball what y'all seen on tv tv shows uh documentary whatever we feel like talking about um there's of course sport movie reviews where me and karen often review movies but um many times and we also talk trailers and people's feedback but many times uh if karen won't see a movie with me i have a special guest uh jl covan chris lambert mm-hmm. randolph terrence uh justin there's been all kinds of people that have been guests on that show um and just talking movies um there's also um the nerd off which chris aaron karen lately has been kind of the crew uh yes. we talk about nerd stuff so if you don't hear us talk about marvel stuff and you want to hear that we do that every two weeks so two yeah. times a month kind of you're getting that comic books we've been reading right there's shows that that's their show yep. you see what i'm saying like there are shows i feel so confident in everything behind our paywall each one of those things could be its own fucking like that could just be what we do mm-hmm. and it could just be its own feed on itunes and it'd be like oh these guys review movies they're great at that yeah and some of these shows are actually individual shows some of them he hadn't been through them all yeah he's gonna keep going but some of these are more than some people regular ass shows yeah medium talk is a review show uh interview show i'm sorry not review show it's an interview show we talked to uh di- i talked to different people that i'm interested in and i've had some good guests damon young jamel hill uh feminista jones um uh, baritone thurston like you know we just just people that i'm interested in and be like yo can i just interview you over the you know skype or whatever for an hour or so and we kick it you know so it's just all kinds of stuff man and um we work hard for that and that's all behind the paywall so maybe you don't you're like i don't know what's over there i don't know if i want to listen well that's what's behind there and that's if you like all this shit then it's kind of you know just us talking about more specific things 
all right let's get into the show show there's all kinds of stuff happening right now um oh i did say i was gonna talk about rihanna didn't i yes so yeah you know i put out to the universe kind of like yo working yourself to death even when you love something it's kind of you know it's kind of whack so she did an interview with interview magazine um and she was saying um let's see i had one dream and that was for my music to be heard all over the world but the thing that keeps me passionate is being creative with every business outlet i'm making something from a vision to a reality and that's the thing i really enjoy music had led me to these other outlets and to things i genuinely love um but now she's trying to make more of a point to have time for play it's only the last couple of years i started to realize that you need to make time for yourself because your mental health depends on it if you're not happy you're not going to be happy even doing things that you love um even that you love doing i it feel like a chore i never want to work i never want work to feel like a chore my career is my purpose and it should never feel like anything other than a happy place i've made little um things a big deal like going for a walk or going to the grocery store i got into a new relationship and it really matters to me it was like i need to make time for this just like i nurture my businesses i need to nurture this this as well um and yo i like i completely understand and agree with that like um sometimes that happens with this with this podcast where we go out and we're doing dinner or something and we still are talking work because we're still talking to podcasts <laughs> you know what i mean and so i had to make like certain allowances for myself to be like nah this time i'm just going to this place and i'm going to read this book um uh, or um i just want to go get some ice cream like i it's not a big deal it's not you know we're not driving to uh myrtle beach to get the ice cream just drive across town sit down and eat two scoops of ice cream that's it place is fucking delicious you know on the weekends you know we'll get out into the city and kind of just go do something go someplace we haven't been before go to a part of town we normally don't go to right walk around you know just do some shit because you know it's those little things that are mundane but it's not work and it's not business is not the most important thing and your brain can just kind of relax you know um even like i i plan trips to the grocery store and shit like that to be like during certain times where i'm where it's almost a, a stress relieving activity mm. you know where i'm like cool i'm gonna just wait i'm gonna go to the grocery store at 8 a.m on a tuesday and you know just get some stuff for the house or whatever and it's kind of I'm listening to my headphones and getting shopping and getting my stuff you know just because it's, it's just a relaxing thing to me mm-hmm. it's um, not packed it's not crowded everybody at school everybody at work you deal with the moms right the other thing i really think um she said that i think people don't really put a lot of emphasis on is you have to set aside time for your love life if you want to be happy like people the myth is sold to us on tv and in movies that relationships are something that just kind of happened and it's kind of like luck of the draw and it's you know star-crossed the lovers who just everything just always works out eventually and you're fussing your fight but uh, it all works out and and it's like nah you gotta put time into that shit you gotta put something into it you know how many people can't find that work-life balance and you know whether you're 
long distance relationship whether you're just you know you live close but you don't spend enough time with each other or what you know like that shit is hard to find and if you don't put time into it the way that you would grow a business how you gonna grow a relationship you know the same way you think about your career skills and shit you need to work on are you working on that in your relationship come on you know people just kind of resign themselves to i'm an impatient person i'm this i'm that when it comes to relationships and dealing with other people but it's like no one has to be any of that shit Mm-mm. <laughs> not if you don't want to be you just need to be able to deal with somebody that's got a bad temper like nigga you need to be able to deal with somebody got a bad temper yourself figure it out right you know like like these are the things that i I don't necessarily think people think about and somebody as fucking awesome as rihanna are you know doing so much and all this shit is still somebody who's like yeah um i gotta work on this yeah yes because she's an icon in her own uh right you know with makeup and lingerie and um she has her own uh like i guess house they call it one of them houses in paris um where designer house i I might be uh uh, saying it wrong for those of you that might know better but she has her like own designer house in paris and so you know that's really 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 big because some people um they've had these houses for generations like you know hundreds of years old these houses and you know these are where designs come out and people do like their own walkways and um and things like that so she is actually doing really 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 big stuff and not only singing she's basically a fashion icon too yeah but she hasn't put out an album in a long time and the reason she she said that she has it is because she's doing all that shit correct you know but people expect all of it at the same time all the time and to be excellent every time it reminds me watching homecoming when you see all the shit that beyonce gotta do and you're just like no you know no offense to her but it's like you have to be so dedicated and to still find like time for your relationships and your family and your like to find all that shit and still be the person that tours and you know works yourself down from 200 pounds to you know however much beyonce weighed when she did that performance and like back to your high school weight and shit come on like it's no one should be able to expect that from anybody but at the same time like we expect excellence in everything that she does and then when someone's marriage slips when someone's uh parenthood slips like Mm -hmm. these are the cost of those things so it's just you know to see people say like you have to have intentions with this shit right i think it matters and and you know because speaking about rana she was doing so much stuff i was like and i know her fans you know really want her to come out with another album but i'm like not something funny she's doing so much shit if she never comes out with another album she would be straight for the rest of her life like yeah you know. the money isn't what people are saying it's what the fans demand things of people not about whether you need it it's the fans feel like i need it so now you owe me you see what i'm saying they're not worried about well i hope she because her album out so she can make this money like a album might be one of the least lucrative ventures she can do at this point with all the money she's getting and all the time she's put investments and stuff come on you know so it's just that you know um it motherfuckers just feel like these people owe us a uh entertainment that's why you really can't get too attached to that and and that's true and like i said because i actually you know look at 
people as human beings and i'm like every time you turn around something's coming out where i'm like oh she's doing a lot of shit i can see why it's been about four five years since she put it out my like i'm looking like when when would she have ever have had time to record right uh yeah she even goes on to say it's the reason why an album isn't being spat out like it used to i used to be in the studio uh, only the studio for three months straight and i will come out now it's like a carousel i do a fashion one day lingerie the next beauty the next then music the next it's like having a bunch of kids and you need to take care of them all um she also talked about being shy um she opened up about being shy which she revealed is the biggest misconception about her and her faith in god i've always been a person of faith my first time praying and fasting was when i was seven years old i did that on my own because i wanted to go to new york and i knew that this is a sacrifice i had to make in order for god to make sure i could get there uh my grandmother was the one who started me on this she gave me a devotion book a physical one it was the last thing she gave me before she passed away it got left on a plane and stolen so i just said you know what somebody else going to gain from that and then i brought the same book on my iphone the only sad part was that her handwriting was in it but someone is going to be blessed with it so it's fine yeah i think she also talked about being a mother and stuff or wanting the idea of wanting to be a mother she revealed like her billionaire boyfriend to the world um because of course she got a billionaire boyfriend uh she not slumming like that would be hilarious if just one of these like mogul ass women just was dating like craig from the block and shit Mm -hmm. like that is never happening Mm -hmm. she ain't messing with no broke 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 right so shout out to rihanna i just i would enjoy that interview shout out to her speaking of rihanna um you know every time uh rihanna name come up we always got people that uh start talking about beyonce lord instead of just letting them be whoever the hell they are well i'm about to be one of them karen it's time for beyonce news with that illuminati mess um beyonce's publicist had to tell the beehive to stop spewing hate it must have got real bad because they don't never say nothing the plea for social right they didn't even say this about Mm jay-z the the plea for social media piece came after nicole curran the wife of golden state warriors owner joe lacob lacob uh received threats about uh after talking to jay-z during the nba finals game Beyonce's publicist issued a rare statement over the weekend seemingly to soothe the sting of the beehive who allegedly cyberbullied Nicole Curran, wife of the Golden State Warriors owner Joe LaCobb. Um, Curran said Thursday that she received death threats on social media from Beyonce's loyal legion of fans known as the beehive after she was recorded chatting outside with hip-hop mogul Jay-Z. Uh, I mean, courtside. I said outside. Courtside uh chatting with hip-hop mogul jay-z as beyonce sat between the two of them during game three of the nba finals between the golden state warriors and the toronto raptors yeah i do not envy this woman in this position because mm-hmm. my understanding is that it was over a drink order mm-hmm. apparently now while this shit happens on course I, I guess maybe so the waiter won't stand in front of people trying to watch the game right they paid a lot of money for them tickets but i guess if you want to order a drink you gotta pass it up the line Mm. which is some which is the opposite of being rich to me right like if i'm rich no no 
you bring me my drink boy okay i didn't make all these <laughs> billions so i could order like i'm at a fucking frat party <laughs> the fuck anyway so i guess you order your drink and then like you pass it down the line like i would like a vodka tonic and then you someone down you know closer to the to the what bartender whatever waiter whatever the fuck they have down there usher attendant they tell that person your drink and then they um you know bring it back to you and so uh which is such by the way you know how rich you have to be to have that kind of honor system because you know people will be abusing that shit up in the upper decks yeah he wants two uh beers just put it on his tab but <laughs> Ah, they probably drink for free or some shit. I'm you sure. You know they do. And I believe, I if I'm not mis- bars. if I'm not mistaken, this woman was also like the host. She invited them to their game. Drake has been attending the, t- the Toronto Raptors games, mm-hmm. and so they were like, "What's bigger than Drake? Beyonce and Jay Z. We want J- Beyonce and Jay Z to come to this game because they don't even really go to uh like they mostly you mostly see them at Cavs game at like uh Cavs wherever of wherever uh no what i was gonna say is you mostly see them wherever lebron is uh, agreed yes because they they tight with lebron so normally if lebron's on the lakers you see them show up occasionally at a game for the lakers or something uh the Cavs is showed the games for them anyway so <laughs> um this woman leans back over to jay-z to try to get his order right like you want uh vodka such and such in the limit and the the video just looks terrible because beyonce is between them and i feel bad the reason i say i feel bad for her is because i don't know what i do in that situation if i tell beyonce to tell him to get his drink order it's like i'm that's almost more insulting like yeah what did jay-z want to drink like can you tell me you know what he said um like i you know i like i don't even know if that's okay or not right you know? she was like i just go to him to him myself maybe it's my introverted social anxiety kicking in where i'm just like oh this is why i hate fucking being around people at parties and shit uh people make things awkward yeah i don't know what to do all the time so and then it's even a higher why wire act with uh beyonce because every moment our life's recorded and anything that looks even close to awkward people are gonna like take it upon themselves to like go out go out on her behalf you know so anyway after this uh awkward encounter because beyonce like smiles at her kind of and then she leans over to be like jay-z you want this or whatever and then beyonce of course the smile goes off her face because the woman's not talking to her anymore um and then when the woman leans back beyonce kind of leans forward and there's a, a slight shoulder bump uh that some people have been intimating was on purpose i don't know um it's beyonce so she would never say unless she was gonna put in a song or some shit you'll never know you'll never know um so and my whole thing when i saw it was like because it was going crazy on twitter facebook people was finding that woman's instagram and putting bees on it people was <laughs> people was talking about you know uh this is what's wrong with white women and the black body and and black women and uh black men and all, it, it was did, bad yeah it did it, it didn't call for all that that's about as uh bad as them people going to the wrong uh, woman's page they were they were hitting up the chef the chef was like the fuck is this i'm just trying to make hot cakes yeah and so 
as always you know people extrapolated a lot into it um so her publicist yvette noel sure subsequently posted a photo to her instagram account from the start of last year's on the run two tour of beyonce and jay-z embracing each other it was a place of joy unimaginable entertainment for from two of the best performers in the world in a place of love she captioned the photo every single day on the tour i saw love then she directly addressed beyonce's diehard fans i know your love runs deep but that love has to be given to every human it will bring no joy to the person you love so much if you spew hate in her name we love you Mm, like i don't think it's too much to assume beyonce put her publicist up to that to say hey tell them to chill because it's not that serious you know like before they get on medium and put their five thousand word pieces about yes like the youtube stories the instagram lives right like i i just don't know that it was ever that serious even if it was exactly the way people felt that it was i don't think she wanted that woman to get death threats and while there may be some people who are like well i'm okay with it that's cool that you're okay with it keep that same energy all the time but i always kind of draw the line at that stupid shit because you know it's that thing where it's like you know black lives matter activists get death threats and fucking people think twitter and facebook are fucking cesspools because people can get death threats and all that shit and it's like over something so fucking innocuous from somebody that actually don't want you to do that on their behalf Mm -hmm. you know it's one of the things that scares me about the idea of fanhood and fans you know what i'm saying it's why i'm so it's why i'm so apprehensive about like the entire idea of celebrity and all that shit because i don't want no nigga thinking they know what's better for me and that they're doing something in my best interest and they ain't fucking talk to me stay the fuck away from me you psycho like motherfuckers already have problems every day and they want to go somewhere and put those problems and Mm -hmm. celebrities a great place to funnel your problems into like i'm already angry about white women on the daily now i get a chance to death threaten this woman it's like you don't even need to do that no you don't beyonce has her own voice so if it's something that really bothers her she could come out and speak on it if she wanted to right it's 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 honestly just as some like that's what scares me is people will do shit and then say it's for you but it's never about you Mm -mm, mm -mm. it never Mm -mm. was about you nope they just couched their own insecurities into you and go you're now the avatar for my insecurities and you don't actually get a say in it Mm -hmm. you don't actually get to say hey guys uh that's not what what you saw is not how it felt to me it don't even matter because like it says no longer about you it's like i know what's best for you do you do you really right so i like literally just didn't even really have much to say about it because i'm just like this shit is it's crazy and it's the kind of thing where i'm glad we were on a break because if you wait a week it's not a big fucking deal Mm -mm. you know what i mean like no one's even talking about that shit anymore you know i'm only talking about it because we was on the break but it's like this shit is just it's awkward and weird to think you put that spotlight on somebody all the goddamn time you know but you know it was crazy um uh and then yeah she told espn she was asking jay-z and beyonce if they wanted a drink because the warriors had invited them to the game and there was no hostility Karen says she disabled her instagram account after she received death threats purportedly from the beehive who bombarded her with bee emojis 
before she disabled her account she replied to a comment on instagram that she's a happily married woman yeah that's the other thing people trying to people are trying to turn it into she wants jay-z which i need people to make up their minds is he ugly or not because any other day y'all be calling, y'all be calling that nigga ugly is it, Wally, is it one man make up your minds and just he's like what is happening i mean you if if someone's gonna shoot they shot at jay-z they're gonna do it in beyonce's face on national tv where everybody can see it like i don't know man i, I think people really be bored yes sir yes sir like i love for it to be deeper than i mean maybe it is deeper than that maybe it's some deep insecurities people harbor but i really think they just be bored they watching the game and now that becomes part of the story too because that's so crazy you know <laughs> like what is the what are the fucking rules man i don't there know aren't any. it's like her man richer than jay-z but she, but she's making a move in front of beyonce face to get that jay-z dick huh i don't know all right uh what else is happening um uh oh my dad sent me this for so long i'm not gonna read all this i'm sorry dad i love you <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically about preachers getting rich off of broke people um <laughs> let's see he used a dating app to meet a woman but ended up shot in the buttocks the buttocks police are investigating an attempted robbery and shooting that sources linked to a dating app which Um, one let's see i don't know i'll get to that plenty of fish plenty of bullets these those sources told wtvr cbs6 senior reporter wayne colville that the victim thought he was meeting a woman however when he arrived at a dark narrow petersburg street wednesday morning someone was waiting to rob him oh that's the worst Think you about to get some pussy and then a motherfucking robber come out it's like you ain't getting no sex and i'm gonna need your wallet and your watch what happened at five o'clock this morning oh yeah this some sex stuff nobody meets at five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. for anything uh, positive now unless i'm picking your black ass up for work why the fuck am i looking at your face at 5 a.m like well y'all about to take a a nice morning run together like what the fuck uh really scared me and still got me nervous says jacinta mitchell um uh said from a fern at ferndale avenue front porch mitchell family was awakened by someone banging on the front door just before 5 a.m it was very 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 shocking and scary mitchell said about the man yelling that he had been shot and calling out for help mitchell called 911 and her daughter yelled out the locked front door that police and ems were on the way I didn't even open up my door because I didn't know who it was or what was going on. That, explain. That's right. I, I called them and then holler at the window and keep it trucking. Mm-hmm. They, they on their way. I don't know what's happening out there. The victim had been using a date nap trying to meet a woman. However, he found someone that tried to rob him. The victim was shot in the buttocks and took off running, eventually turning on Ferndale and running about three blocks before stopping at Mitchell's house. Uh, no idea who he was. Never seen him a day in my life similar circumstances happened in the same neighborhood around may 12 2017 this sounds like some shit they do in that instance law enforcement warned the public that robbers are using dating websites and meetup apps to target their victims what often starts with voluptuous photograph of a woman posted on a dating website app like plenty of fish tinder and back page <clears throat> that back page huh ends in robbery on a dark street 
at the time petersburg police said they were working about five cases including one involving a man being shot this honestly stuff like this is also why we need to legalize prostitution in america come on just because like it's gonna happen no matter what and as long as it's like this you're you're leaving people to the fucking whims of the criminality out there the criminal elements like right and that's the thing they don't care like none of it's safe the sex the Mm-mm, nothing's <laughs> regulated or right. anything they just want to push the shit out be like well we ain't got to deal with it it don't make the shit not exist because you don't see it right that's why you have like like there's no regulation there's no age restrictions uh-huh. and people are doing this sick shit as far as like robbing people or f- having sex like with with kids and shit they're doing it because the other shit is also illegal you know they're able to get away with it. it's harder to catch them you know it's this is crazy anyway um um be careful out there on them dating apps guys somebody be says careful meet me off of bloomington road at uh 3 30 in the morning might be uh about to get Say killed no might be about to get shot um speaking of trying to find you a lady on some apps a cleveland police officer found a way around all that care okay a cleveland officer accused of contacting 2300 women on police computers offering money for sexual favors what mm-hmm that's that's better than plenty of fish nobody's account flag going why the fuck does this one account keep logging in here no they don't have protocols to let them know that y'all checking people's shit he's only looking at women's accounts right there's nothing nothing flags how come you had to look at all the prostitution arrests from uh saturday officer yeah nothing flags like I, I i do not understand this you know they have jobs where if you fuck around and go into the wrong screen somebody get a fucking email but yet you can't monitor your police sergeant michael ryberzik uh 58 was indicted on three counts of unauthorized use of property monday um defendant who was on duty at time at the time points in time used social media platform to send non-work related written messages to approximately 2300 females how many were you trying to fuck because 2300 is like you and every woman like he didn't just pick like 10 women that he was like she looks kind of like a slutty woman that'll be mm. down to do some strange things yeah. for some change this shit should be scary there's no checks and balances there's nothing that says a officer unless you have a reason or a purpose why are you accessing these files he's one of the people that swipes right on everybody you see what i'm saying like he just like i get i'm not picky and my thumb has a callus on it because i just swipe right on everything everything anybody it's moving anybody is trying to let me put my penis close to them is uh getting a thumbs up from your boy <laughs> he also is accused of using Cleveland divisions of police law enforcement automated database system or known as leads to obtain information and photos of two of the women. Yeah, you opening up then the lawsuit, I will sue the fuck out of them. He was placed on restricted duty in February after he was charged with eleven counts of solicitation of prostitution. He pleaded not guilty. Um so Yep. If you get a get a call from the police offering some money for some sex just know that uh might have looked up your criminal record may have um let's see what else happening um right to carry gun laws have increased violent crime across the u.s duh right isn't that isn't that a great of course um 
yeah i mean it just seemed like yeah the places where they say you can carry guns is more crime not less and it's never they've never had a case of like because everybody in this county district carries guns there's less shootings they like, go up it does like that's just nra talking points that people that love guns will trot out there without having the facts to back them up or they find like a real anecdotal like in this one county but it's like yeah but in the world in the state in the united states like we lead the, everything in gun violence because we have the most fucking guns per capita per person yes it's crazy supreme court case may soon create a constitutional right to freely carry a gun everywhere but that would be a dangerous mistake to make suggests a new study of violent crimes right to carry handgun laws trigger a 13 to 15 percent increase in violent crime a decade after the typical state adopts them uh suggests a new statistic uh statistical analysis of 33 states yeah because all you tell them all you tell them not to, uh, just keep it real all you telling white folks it's free to shoot niggas and we won't charge you that's literally what you're saying not even white folks black people shoot each other with them guns yes they do too now like it's not it's it's just having a gun is some um, it's it's propensity to use it and when most of the guns in america are sold on the idea of you must protect yourself from people who are coming to get you then you put the guns in the hands of a bunch of scared ass cowards who can't wait to fucking use it on somebody you know the whole idea i got to protect mine like is predicated on the idea that someone's coming to get yours and in the vast majority of cases these guns are used on the people that fucking live in the house with you you know people use them in domestic violence all the time people's kids get a hold of the fucking guns it doesn't matter what the fucking truth is because the lie is better than the truth when you want a gun which is i'm gonna be using this gun in some situation where a person is coming to harm me and i'm just gonna pull it out and kill them and voila it was them or me and it's gonna it's like an old western and i fucking survived that's the very rare case of of how it happens come on it's never that cut and dry and then uh the part that's irritating to me is that for a lot of the uh uh, uh, people they they don't want training they don't want to know how to take care of the gun and use the gun properly none of that and, and it doesn't make any sense it's like come on now you know you're gonna have an increase of guns people need to know what the fuck they're doing and how to properly use these and and and, and train them and shit like that like it, it doesn't make any sense right so yeah but the nra is a lobbyist group that makes sure that they, that this shit doesn't the, like the stats and the statistics of it will never outweigh you know the lie the the, the, the scenario of protecting your family with a gun about 3.1 million people in the u.s were victims of violent crimes rapes robberies and assaults in 2017 according to the bureau of justice statistics in the new study statisticians looked at the right to carry law and how it affects on uh and this affects on those numbers by adding data from 11 states that have adopted them in the last 15 years to create a record of 33 states that allow citizens to carry concealed weapons from 1981 to 2007 the team looked at violent crime rates in all of the states control of statistically for the effect of policing incarceration rates poverty and other demographic trends to estimate the changes caused by the right to carry laws it was really only after we had 14 more years of data and 11 additional adoptions of the rtc right to carry laws that a clear picture emerged that right to carry laws increased violent crime because that's the other thing the number one thing stolen from most houses is a gun the number one thing so even if you have a gun to protect yourself in your house and that shit gets stolen now it's being used in some fucking crime because it's just out there on the streets 
um for 23 of the 31 states adopting the laws of increase in violent crime was large for example in pennsylvania up by more than 24 percent in 10 years and up by nearly 17 percent in texas in south dakota the results suggested the right to carry law led to a 1.6 percent drop in violent crimes after a decade keep in mind also another thing to add here this is a study that ended in 2007 this the 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 numbers on these uh that they limited to use and seven y'all think about just the mass shootings we've had in the last three or four years just the mass shootings these numbers are going to be even higher you know maybe unless that counts as one crime that's a lot of fucking murders that some of these ar-15s and shit have um so yeah um to jail all the people committing these added violent crimes the average state would need to double its prison population the analysis concludes yeah it's just better to not have the fucking guns right i don't know like i hate to be an extremist on this shit and i know that's why people tune me out but it's the truth that no one gets to play with these toys none of you can handle them it's just better to not have them we don't have the capacity to deal with the loss of life order to to criminalize these people or put incarcerate them or any of this shit we just don't have the capacity in our society for these fucking guns the study catalog recent road rage disputes bar fights police shootings and ar- of armed civilians and everyday vitriol that turned into shootings and right to carry states to suggest mechanisms that explain how the increase might happen that study didn't find a statistically significant change in the rates of homicides or property crimes a number of crime scholars contacted by buzzfeed news praised the findings as the most complete accounting yet for violent crime effects or of letting more people carry around guns yeah i didn't even see them throw domestic violence in there or not but that's one of the major ones mm-hmm. like people kill their spouses and shit with these guns whole households yep um alright let's see um let's do one, another story a woman threatened to refer her co-worker to HR after she refused to bake her a birthday cake is she paying for the cake or something um so am i just supposed to i mean i guess buy all the ingredients for for this expensive ass cake i'm making for free <laughs> well this happened in tokyo a woman who refused to bake a cake for a colleague who barely who she barely knows has revealed how the disgruntled birthday girl threatened to report her to hr when she didn't come up with the goods the unnamed woman living in tokyo shared a text exchange between them on reddit revealing her co-workers outrageous demands it started with her colleague when she uh sent her a message saying i heard from blank that you bake uh you bake the cake for your team on his birthday it's my birthday next week can you bake me a cake and bring it to the office it's free right no no bitch no so we not even on the same team we don't not on the same not in the same goddamn department what the fuck are we talking about here we don't work at the cake shop come on we celebrating somebody in my team i would like your label now she sent a snap of an elaborate chocolate cake topped with ferrero rocher i don't know those are lint balls l-i-n-d-t balls so some type of chocolatey candies um this cake does look pretty intense uh for free by the way it's free right no it's not fucking free go buy your own goddamn cake it's plenty of bakeries around here when the baker politely declined she was warned to watch your back reddit users were outraged by the demanding birthday girl and continued to believe her nerve 
uh couldn't believe a nerve hey i heard from blank you baked the cake for your team on his birthday it's my birthday next week can you bake me a cake bring it to the office it's free right hi so-and-so uh hi sarah yes i baked it for him because in our team we usually pull money about to buy a cake or someone volunteers to make it for themselves instead right so that so it ain't free right are you sure you want me to bake it i've never spoken to anyone on your side of office and i don't know if it would make any sense if i came to give it to you and your team (laughs) haha i was gonna buy a cake too but it's free to ask you to make it so can you do this cake on monday bring it to my desk at two and i'll just give it to everyone so it's not awkward for you to talk to my people first of all bitch you're gonna take credit for my cake i know that i know that trick Mm-mm. deals off immediately Come with, I'll, I'll tell it that i don't want it to be awkward for you guys i baked a fucking chef layer cake out this motherfucking box because i'm so for myself on my birthday because i'm such a bad bitch everybody celebrate to me no um it's ferrero rochers and lint truffles and stuff but you can just count the cost as my birthday gift i don't know you i don't know you i don't even fuck about your birthday i don't give a goddamn about your birthday what i can make you a box cake or cookies first of all ma'am you are a goddamn saint because uh she would have got blocked out no don't text me anymore this is crazy and you still like i can maybe make you some cookies or some like some debbies i mean bitch you hit me up on friday no you ain't getting this by monday the response to this karen what the fuck you're joking right lol no i don't know you are you trying to bully me into making you a cake you i should i to take your ass to hr no i'm really sorry but the fact that you just want me to make this cake and deliver it to your desk so you can present it as your own contribution makes no sense to me also i'm going to be kind of busy this weekend dog sitting uh, dog Mm -hmm. i think maybe it's best for you to order a cake so you know it'll be up to your standards or something thumbs up emoji right you think i have the money for that please you're my coworker. it's my birthday i want this cake Ooh, what is happening this wasn't tokyo i'd be using my white woman voice because i'm sure this is a white woman oh you know it is uh sorry i really can't see you tomorrow i'm going to avoid you in the office from now on to tell everyone how you really are watch your back hr might want a word with you soon oh i took screenshots and i went to hr myself yeah what are you crazy oh my god and then you you just left me with the evidence because i have the screenshots so the fuck you mean hr gonna want a word with me i i would like a word with them as well y'all can look at this fucking screenshots right here i'll see you tomorrow and hr will too all us we all gonna have a meeting tomorrow good great you're gonna be at your desk you're gonna get an invite from me and hr the nerve of these people the goddamn gall oh my god and she was gonna take credit for that shit too and she knew that that's what she was like no i'm not doing this i think she wanted to have her cake and eat it too she didn't want to pay for it she didn't want to pay for and she was saying they chip in and they pull in like so either they chip in and buy a cake or they probably chip in and pay, and 
uh give people the money so they can go get the ingredients to make it because you know they probably just take their time or they said someone can volunteer so you can volunteer to to make it maybe for free even but still it's my choice it's my it didn't make me do it no i'm just saying it's a lot of layers to the story all right um (laughs) oh my goodness um let's see what else is happening in the world there's a lot of stuff happening maybe we get to some of these games and stuff um uh let's do some fucking with black oh wait you know what we haven't done a long time what's that haven't looked at the trash i should probably just do away with this segment i think i said i was gonna do that i just saved all these articles i won't call it trash then we'll just we'll, i don't know what the, i don't know the garbage being recycled i don't, bin, know. I don't just, know men keep doing shit apparently um people fucking up yeah yeah matter of fact yeah we can skip all this shit i'm not even gonna do this segment no more i forgot i said i wasn't gonna do it i need to do something with these articles though try to work them into the regular show um but basically r kelly still ain't shit is it's a short story um (laughs) (laughs) it always makes me sad and depressed that's why i was like no i don't want to do the trash yeah i hate that segment because it's so sad it's so sad like i want to tell people that these people is ain't shit but at the same time i don't want my show to be just a sad ass show all the Mm -hmm. time uh so instead we'll do something else sad we'll do fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. Just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe, find different articles, make us feel fuck with them. We'll sign point scores from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who's fucking with us right now. Um, uh, a. Twitter co-founder says more diverse team might have spotted abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. The thing is they had diverse people, quote unquote, on staff and they didn't listen to him. There's they a dude that wrote a to long piece for the medium after he quit and didn't sign his NDA because he was like, i want people to know how hard it was to be involved with twitter as a black man trying to work on their diversity issues and harassment issues and they ignore the fuck out of me yeah they don't listen to me you know like y'all take these pictures with like look black leadership but diversity doesn't mean shit if you're not listening to the people Mm-mm. they're not empowered they're just fucking there for a photo op Twitter co-founder Ev Williams said Wednesday that the social network might have been quicker to recognize and address the potential for abuse and harassment on this platform to come these leadership have been more diverse. I strongly believe, oh, he said, uh, I strongly believe open platforms like Twitter are important for society and it is almost impossible to capture the good without getting some bad. And there's much that should and will be done to make these places and this place more civil. Y'all been I saying that don't for years. believe you it's been years years like it's it's barely better than it was you know four or five years ago it's barely better 
uh and yes we twitter should have invested more heavily in abuse before i think we did more in the early days than we often get credit for and they are doing way more today and i personally underestimated the looming problem during my brief tenure as ceo had i been more aware of how people not like me were being treated and had i been more had a more diverse leadership team on board or board we may have made it a priority sooner one it's a priority now and it's not much better Mm-mm. you want credit for the little bit of effort that you put in man but we know the truth which is that essentially you would rather have the more more people and more accounts logging on and clicking things than you would to have a place where things like being a nazi were unacceptable you just would rather have the clicks dog and i'm not even like a per- person who's so um upset by that i understand it is what it is don't lie to me yeah y'all don't give a fuck i just wish you stopped lying just say that yeah you don't have to pretend to me that you give a fuck like y'all white people have the fucking privilege to say it's just a disagreement or freedom of speech or whatever yeah like sometimes people is gonna be outright and we need to be able to bring them together at the table with black lives matter because that's equal and opposite opinions and uh that they should be able to work it out and we just want to have a place where everyone can feel comfortable speaking that's white guy shit you're white dudes you don't know what it feels like to really have somebody on your ass in a way that made you feel threatened for your life you know what it feels like to maybe have a couple people not like you you know you might as a yeah the white dudes you might log on to twitter and be like man every time i tweet these people log in and say they don't like me yeah that's still not the same as a woman tweets something that people are like i want to rape and kill you you know and that's one of the things like it's weird to me to bring it back to the beyonce thing it's weird to me that people can in one instance be like yeah this death threats and shit is terrible that's why twitter's terrible that's why social media is terrible and they need to do a better job about that and yet motherfuckers on instagram giving death threats to that woman and that one was fine you Come know on, that one was fine though right it's like as long as if you like somebody then it's cool if uh, you know leave them alone if you don't like them then we get to bring all the tools of trolling and shit that's why i don't really believe in all that dragon cancel culture mm-hmm. shit that people talk about because they say it's cancel culture as if they're holding people accountable but most of the time they're not they're they're doing the same fucking shit that these fucking alt-right people do but they're just doing it to different targets yes but it's all the same mentality of let's group together in this shared dislike and hate and we create communities and friendships on the fact that we dislike these people and we go at them all the time it's like yo you just as fucked up to me mm-hmm. like the whole impetus behind this is fucked up um anyway the he said he, they could have caught it earlier if they were more diverse zero to a hundred oh i'm gonna give this one uh 100 because you never care quit pretending like you do care your actions have have constantly shown the opposite of this and this still ain't gonna make nobody buy you still ain't gonna make nobody purchase you mm-hmm. you know it, it's just not happening yeah i feel like i give this like a 50 50 maybe 25 like i'm not that fucked with because i think at this point this shit has become such a staple of what twitter and social media is and these fucking white guys that pretend they like i get it guys you know like really need to like you know cut the harassment out they they don't mean it they never mean it it never fucking happens 
and then they want a pat on the back for doing the bare minimum of shit and they're like wow you guys really don't think i'm the greatest after this and it's like no you didn't really do much um anyway but i've come to expect it so i guess i'm not as mad as i could have been uh there's a new prison themed bar in koreatown and it's weird koreatown's prison bar pre p-r-i-z-o-n this is in the states uh this is uh yeah i think so yeah okay because i want to be sure you mean like korea korea not koreatown okay uh open august 31st with bizarre jail themed digs wait this is an old article i how I never hear this including fake prison bars metal dance fencing and kitschy black light murals that attempt to re- replicate jailbird life the, the why the bar's menu is also a head scratcher written in korean with english translation it's broken into four categories italian fries entree and soup that that means there's everything from i don't know capri salad to kimchi stew to tortilla pizza and whatever that is accompanying the bars array of soju and beer um interestingly this isn't the first jail thing either in los angeles oh that's where it's at los angeles uh they also back in 1925 the current l sid street oh wait the current l sid on sunset then known as jail cafe uh also had dining tables placed in faux jail cells does this shit still open who did these white folks no asian people and uh who thought this was smart who thought people would be all right with this and not protest this this is a terrible fucking idea do you not know what it is like to be in jail jail like it, it ain't this yeah what were the other ideas they didn't have i mean they didn't you know internment camp the 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 sushi bar like why the fuck would you do that like what what's the point it's dumb yeah and then this is also that part where it's like the modern minority myth and the privilege of being not black you can still be anti-black um because prison in america is definitely associated with blackness i mean you cannot look at the incarceration rates and the targeting of black people to be put into these places um and let that um yeah you can't you can't let that slide this is crazy yeah i'm on there yelp right now um i i guess it's real it would seem like something well the pictures are still i wonder if it's out of business it seemed like the kind of thing that someone thought was a good idea and then people wouldn't go to it you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh somebody went yeah this business being monitored by yelp team for content related to media reports oh so i guess it's still huh unusual activity like this business made waves in the news i mean people came to the page post their views on the news oh so they basically got to make it so that you can't leave a review on here right now because uh people are upset by that like the fuck is this no that's how i saw it on the news ah yeah but um there are some well there's at least one current review from well 2018 is the last current review i see on here that's from march 7th so maybe it's closed by now because come on man this is terrible closed now but it opens from 5 p.m to 2 a.m holy Mm. shit it's still open wow that's racist as fuck i I don't Mm -hmm. a hundred uh 
yeah i i have to give that a hundred that's that's ridiculous oh man that's anyways karen yes 100 damn that's really fucked up man all right let's see uh what else we got here i don't even have a joke for that that's just Mm-mm. this is this is such a ridiculous thing to do I even mean, if it wasn't a, even if it's not about black people just it, prison is not really a funny thing uh a fun thing you know i'm i mean right i mean what the fuck is on the menu do, do i do, uh, the side orders are handcuffs i don't understand what yeah, the fuck. you gotta be so fucked up handcuffs in a life sentence what the fuck is this it's like a skit that we would have as a joke on the show like wouldn't it be so ridiculous if someone did this and then they were like yes it's a good idea i'm i'm more upset that it's still in business apparently i i right. just can't believe that shit's still going i use the n-word store owner doesn't regret t- racist tirade against a black customer a furniture store owner in south haven mississippi uh was caught on video during a racist tirade against his black customers and wants the world to know he isn't sorry for any of it i mean yeah i almost had to respect the uh <laughs> i said it and what you almost had to begrudgingly uh of course uh it'd be a bunch of beeps <laughs> fuck them niggers yes i said it my man said i didn't regret not a dot damn thing i said about the mean words Mm-mm. and uh that's the bottom line like white power <laughs> that's a that's a lot according to a local news station wreg hometown furniture oh races in the furniture store uh hometown furniture owner terry pace can seize that he hurled racial slurs at people in his store over the weekend but believes that his actions had merit how can calling people niggas have merit these are very honorable n words just sir your honor uh i don't care what they say i did what i felt like was right uh, i think i have the the article well, there are many different stories about what oh of course it needs to take time to load <sighs> god damn it <laughs> uh why they send the black woman reporter out here to cover it though <clears throat> they always do <laughs> send the sister out here joan you know uh this one of your stories <laughs> wow i don't cover the furniture beat well <laughs> i think i think you'll realize when you get there this is uh kind of one for it's probably one we want your touch on if you know what i'm saying okay uh it's <laughs> got got a little got a little little something on it that uh a little seasoning on the story if you will okay they, they play rock paper scissors for this mm-hmm. she lost i do notice that all now i don't know if it's because of scrim like the community is outraged but i do notice there's a lot of signs that uh it is closing right and going out of business here so at hometown furniture store in south haven but the thing is when it's a furniture store aren't they always closing and going out of business always it's like i think they open the store and they put grand opening and then next to it it's like closing going out of business uh everything must go won't won't last long like all furniture stores had the same sales all the time one thing though that the owner does not dispute is that he did indeed use a racial oh why is the story pausing all right on youtube oh i guess i could have done that 
well a better show would have prepared that already yeah because <laughs> sometimes when it's from the site it just drags i don't know why yeah maybe i can find something if i google the youtube damn it all right hold on a second because i do want to hear this white man speak for himself me too i want to like hear it's his gonna voice be worth it. <sighs> you know it's gonna be so worth it uh let's see terry pace is his name uh apparently as a terry pace who's a big time preacher but, no we don't want that one Mm-mm. uh wait i put terry pace racism <laughs> what are the preachers racist too <laughs> terry pace racism yes i speak about them niggers okay uh and i don't like them okay that's what i'm saying uh thus says the lord mm-hmm. uh see there's there's a finance yahoo link that's not what i'm looking for um are you in youtube or no 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 i okay. guess i have to go to youtube good good call all right leave all this in for uh the people working at home i know right i'm sure they're all rooting this for us is- to get it together <laughs> yes sorry everybody this is how the biscuits is made Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that you had a half off sale. Half off for whites? <laughs> Them niggers pay a hundred percent. Everything must go, uh of course, but especially niggers. Uh that's where we really want to go. Everything must go. <laughs> oh, Terry Pace Furniture came up in the search for uh prediction, so yeah, a lot so of people somebody been seen this. Yeah, somebody been looking for it oh uh, oh wait this the preacher got this shit on lock oh uh, the preacher man <laughs> the yo, preacher man preacher man still came up in the search results with the first like six results oh you might have to do uh furniture uh, uh i, I did find story. i did find some racist store owner yes i used the n-word okay uh i don't know about the quality this only has 41 views and one thumbs up so no i just trying to do somebody tv yeah i don't know about the quality we're about to hear um <laughs> wait hold up hold up you can't see this at home if you're not in the chat right now but some chat the channel that has this is pushing black <laughs> and like <laughs> has the hotel filter on this motherfucking video they ho tipping it up is <laughs> this shit is hilarious and you want to go put it on a unk they this shit need to come with some edits. It's got a black crown, black, red, and green, uh, all over it. The, the, the B has a logo of a crown in Africa turned into a person's face. Oh my God. Oh, this is Randolph Terrence channel right here. Stories <laughs> about what led up to an argument here at Hometown Furniture Store in South Haven. One thing, though, that the owner does not dispute is that he did indeed use a racial slur. He told me that it was appropriate given the circumstances. A customer captured this video Saturday. Witnesses say it shows the store's owner, Terry Pace, cursing and using a racial slur at black customers. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I mean, you know, you hear people like on TV saying these things and all that. It's uh, to hear it, though, in person, like just so aggressively, it was, uh, it was really off-putting. Now, what's also off-putting is the dude who couldn't believe it is a skinhead white man with a tattoo on the side of his head. I can't believe that he can't believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I'm just not down with racism. Don't let the head mm-hmm. fool you, okay? Don't let it fool you. Some of my best friends are black. 
A sign in the window said the store was closed today, so we went to Pace's home for answers. I don't care what they say, I did what I felt like was right. You weren't there, you didn't hear it, you didn't hear all... Now, he has a black eye. So, I don't know if he said it and then somebody said, take one of these with you, or what. Now, I don't know why his store is closed for the day. Maybe because he can't see the tags. <laughs> he really, he literally cannot see color anymore. <laughs> I can't see no color. I don't see color, okay, except for black, because I got black eyes, okay? I can't see shit. Uh, the only white I seen was the white light that hit my face. <laughs> they always. When I blacked out. Why do they always sound exactly like I say they sound? <laughs> <laughs> like they spitting chewing tobacco. All the stuff that I heard. He admits to using the N word, but says he was provoked and even attacked leaving him with a black eye. Police say they were called to the store, but no report was filed. I called him the N-word when it was over with. When it was all over with, and they kept mouthing off to me, yes, ma'am, I use the N-word. Those who work in the plaza with him say this isn't the first time he's made offensive comments. He was like, yeah, I, no, I don't finance because only people that want to get furniture finance is the colored and they don't pay their bills. Yes, this, this is what he told me and I let that go. The property. First of all, he's right. But second of all, you don't say that to our faces, sir. I'm very upset. All right. You keep that truth to yourself. You tell us mm-hmm. you that's just why say, you're going out of business. We're the only ones that's gonna buy that shit. Do like everybody else, go backstage and say, Oh man, too bad. The application's been declined. Yeah. Just do that. Uh just charge the interest three thousand percent like everybody else and keep it trucking. Yeah. yeah. Can't you just say you don't finance instead of I don't finance because you know you blacks so won't pay me back? Like like is he just cutting us off at the past with racism? Yeah, I like to uh get that couch. Now how much is that couch? Oh, buddy, let me guess you're gonna put it in your baby's name uh sir we don't take applications for people under 18 (laughs) 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 sir i know you live at home with your grandmama and uh Mm -mm. you never see your kids but there's no need for a couch that Mm -mm. big in a in a ghetto welfare apartment okay the government is too nice for that the government will not subsidize that okay so i'm gonna have to ask you to go ahead and leave Mm -hmm. buddy <laughs> Can't be having them darky babies touching this couch with them greasy hands from that fried chicken. Sir, I knew when you pulled up with them spinning rims what kind of day this was gonna be. And mm-hmm. uh I hate to tell you be the bearer of bad news, but uh I don't finance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cash only, and by cash I mean whites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't be having your baby mama sitting her big pregnant ass body <laughs> on this good furniture. Nope. <laughs> sir maybe you can get the drug money from selling crack cocaine okay I, I get it okay i'm willing to make a, a exchange for you know for your people to go out and do what you do poisoning your own community and bring the cash on up here but i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be able to finance anything mm-hmm. can't have keisha and them putting that dirty ass weave on these good chairs now sir is this black woman with you maybe she can give me some of them stripper dollars i take fives and ones okay i can do that but i can't i absolutely will not open up a line of credit okay not for not for colors nope not for you darkest and then a white person come in oh charles what's coming on come on over here buddy check it i'd like to sign you up for one of my loans oh man that's ridiculous manager says they've received numerous complaints about pace 
and he's only been at this location two months <laughs> two months <laughs> well god damn he can't help himself probably the only place he could afford rent <laughs> two months he gonna be going out of business for sure no wonder what does he want to have a business for oh my god push customers away from the plaza and other businesses we need to come out here and support the business we need to come out here and support south haven uplift it um we don't plan on having him stay so how did he get approved in the first place is there no check on his racial credit maybe we need racial credit checks apparently not like how why can't why did you have to move out your last uh strip mall why did you well you know how it is it was a lot of a lot of them if you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> good grief you know the last time i checked you know when it get a little dark in here the white folks start leaving <laughs> what 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 sir what 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 <laughs> sir sir we don't sell any crown royal uh we don't sell any crown royal uh couches mm-hmm. so i don't even know why you coming up in here okay mm-hmm. we don't have no coat 45 you're not gonna be able to wash chicken stains out of this and hot sauce off of this leather sir mm-hmm. so i don't even know why you're looking at that couch i don't know why you're looking at that couch because you ain't gonna do nothing but, but spill them green juices on it <laughs> do you think that that type of velvet is gonna take fried chicken grease it's not gonna be kind sir and then you're gonna owe me hundreds of dollars in interest and you're not gonna pay because you're black and i just you, i'm just gonna ask you to leave niggers Mm-mm that couch is not made for the weight of the pork chops that i know your black ass gonna fry no it's also very telling that as a white man he still knew that calling us nigger would hurt even after we whooped his ass (laughs) he's not not wrong like you could whoop his ass he's like i'm still breathing niggers it's like oh god he got me (laughs) i whooped his ass i didn't buy shitty furniture oh he didn't get any of my money but he did call me nigger and uh he's not impressing charges he just called me a nigger right call the police didn't impress charges <laughs> that man said i don't regret it i respectfully called him a nigger after he whooped my ass i feel like for a one ass whooping per n-word okay i get to say it if you whoop my ass okay before that i just said i wouldn't sell to his colored ass i didn't give a damn if he was magic johnson okay ah no. big black magic johnson <laughs> manager says the lease on the furniture store here behind me is up next month and they have no plans to renew reporting live in south haven mississippi tonight janae lewis wreg news channel 3 mm. and then lena wife was like we actually could renew them for another season and no no nope. we can't Mm-mm. all right uh karen zero to a hundred <laughs> going to give it a 25 25 fucking hilarious and he did get that old man dig at a black eye and now he can't see nobody's colors i give it a 75 because it's very racist but it is it's something about him standing behind the racism and not regretting it that makes me be like at least you're more honest than the fake apology racist. he's standing behind it He's like that them goddamn sjw's i don't care they're like did you call him did you call them the n-word they were niggers weren't they i mean when, when did this become uh when did this become a problem i mean damn 
<laughs> the world has changed ma'am i didn't they weren't asians i mean i called them niggers because they were black I, are we really how what is happening in this country <laughs> make america great again this, make it great this is why i voted the way i voted um last one um lonnie brunch like lonnie bunch the third is set to become the smithsonian institute's first black secretary a new pilot is set to take the helm at the smithsonian institution the organization a public private partnership that has established and maintains many of the best known museums in the u.s unveiled the next secretary at a news conference tuesday lonnie g bunch the third the founding director of the national museum of african-american history and culture will take over the day-to-day administration of the smithsonian's 19 museums 21 libraries and the national zoo his selection made by unanimous vote of the organization's 17 member board of regents makes him the first african-american to serve in the role in its 173 year history he will take over the out uh, for outgoing secretary david scorton in roughly three weeks um shortly after his name was announced he stepped to the lectern to reflect on just what it means he said uh, that and acknowledged the challenges that the institution faced during the next decade <clears throat> but more importantly he said i'm excited by the potential to meet these challenges bunch represents a new leader for the smithsonian but in many ways he's something of an old hand he took over the african-american history museum in 2005 steering it from the early days of its inception through the 2016 opening and beyond before that he worked at the national museum of african of american history for over a decade um so what do you think karen zero to a hundred oh i give him i give it a zero mm-hmm. <clears throat> because he no 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 i take that back i give it a 50 uh because it's been almost 200 years the the first black man mm-hmm. the first black person actually you know ain't been no black woman just black person and then um also i'm gonna give it a 52 because just like anything we get the first position there's a lot of racism that's attached behind him getting that position that you know nobody's really gonna talk about till he start you know trucking his face out to these spots and shit like that yeah um <clears throat> that's a great point i would give it a 25 you know i'm happy that obviously um that uh he got the the um the position but i mean yeah as always with, with these first you gotta look back and be like so 173 years huh mm-hmm. 173 yeah you start seeing the articles i will no longer support the smithsonian right right you know hopefully what is this hopefully it won't be too bad because uh you know it's a white uh a white liberal space so hopefully it won't be as bad as you know and i doubt it's gonna some be some places them, but it's probably gonna be like <clears throat> the people like the people that come to these institutions yeah maybe 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 you know and it's probably it's some in- internal stuff too because you know like yeah. seven so i mean so it's it's not <clears> like this is not a small organization i'm pretty sure there was some people not happy because y'all are talking about art you know and uh, when you talk about art a lot of art depending on where it is a lot of it is stolen from brown people and then traveled and trucked all around the world you know if you really get into deep dark history of art and where they got these pieces from and shit like that so yeah yeah i mean i ain't like i said i ain't mad at it um that much but you're right he's gonna probably have to deal with some racism and shit and he probably has dealt with it Mm -hmm. you know for years 
uh all right it's time for some guests to race karen you ready yes now that it's time for some guests to race that's right it's guests to race time now that it's time for some guests to race that's right it's guests to race time that's right it's time for guests to race the number one game going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is a racist. All right. You ready to get your racism on? Mm-hmm. I loved racism, bro. Uh, <clears throat> Pensacola man accused of exposing genitals to women while riding a Walmart scooter. What? Yep. Pensacola man was arrested for allegedly exposing his genitals and scooting toward women while riding a Walmart in-store scooter. The ones that keep plugged up them buggies? Yep. Kajan McCants, 27, was arrested Thursday and charged with indecent exposure. He was booked into the Escambia County Jail on a $10,000 bond. Police responded around 5 p.m. May 4th to the Walmart on Creighton Road after a man allegedly exposed his sexual organs to at least one female shopper and one female employee. <clears throat> one store patron told police she had been shopping in the apparels and accessories department and had just turned down the sunglass aisle when she heard a man say hey the woman turned around and saw mccann sitting on one of the store's motorized scooters with his genitals exposed according to the report she reportedly told him to leave but he didn't and instead scooted towards her what the report states the woman managed to get away and tell walmart management about yeah, what happened he was on the scooter he went going but <clears throat> but a half a mile an hour yeah them things slow as fuck how are you gonna yes, catch any police also interviewed a store employee who had been stocking shelves in the home goods department when the man approached on the scooter the employee said the man told her that she was pretty <clears throat> that he liked her hair she acknowledged his compliments but noticed to decided to move one hour over the stock shelves in a different spot but she said the man scooted after her all while telling her how pretty she looked when she turned around for a second time she said the man remained in the scooter and had his genitals exposed the woman managed to inform officers that they had last seen the man enter the men's restroom officers waited for him to come out and detain him when he exited the bathroom both witnesses identify him as the man in the scooter and who had reported him exposed himself. Okay, and you're gonna be on tape doing this, odds are too. Karen, guess the race of Kajan McCants. White. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys think of Kajan McCants. Let's see. One who financed his furniture. <laughs> Don't make me scoot after you, white name says black unfortunately black black and nasty as fuck scooting scoot around these nuts bitch black old and black and nasty did you say deshaun i said kajan mccants oh yeah that's a nigga name sorry so now you're switching to black yes all right low hanging prices black (laughs) oh man the correct answer is and karen you got it right he's black good save I think somebody did say white I don't know how Ooh, 
uh and that's his picture right there he did that i wonder what the scooter part was about you know that might be his fetish i don't know yeah well like how does the scooter make sense in i don't know guess it's the scooter kink i don't know uh let's see a pasco man shoots alexa uh speaker before wounding two deputies in a gun battle oh what alexa do alexa play fuck the police two pasco county sheriff's deputies were wounded early saturday did he hit alexa alexa's like why why (laughs) Why did you shoot me, Robert? All I do is just do what you tell me to do. Uh, two Pasco County Sheriff's deputies were wounded early Saturday in a gun battle that started after a man shot at his wife's Amazon Alexa smart speaker. Oh, his wife's speaker. One bullet grazed the deputy's hand, another wounded the accused shooter in the head, but K-9 Deputy Chris Stone suffered life-threatening injuries when a gunshot to his leg severed his femoral artery. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office said Stone, 41, was rushed into emergency surgery at Regional Medical Center and was recuperating in his hospital room. Um, a deputy with the agency since 2017, Stone could have easily bled to death at the scene had it not been for his fellow deputies quick thinking man woo, this motherfucker was a lot um the man accused of starting to shoot out terrence j peterson 62 was arrested at the scene both peterson and the other wounded deputy who had not been named were expected to fully uh, recover from their injuries a uh, woman called 911 around midnight to report a domestic dispute between her parents. Peterson had shot at her mother's Alexa. The daughter told deputies, well, let's just make sure guns are legal. <clears throat> Everyone should have one. Why didn't she pull out a gun and why didn't Alexa pull out a gun and defend herself? The, well, yeah, I blame Alexa. The couple had been known to fight, but usually their arguments did not escalate on the police. Well, hopefully Alexa is secretly recording all this data so it can start preventing domestic violence by calling the police ahead of time that would be a good reason to have these uh always on devices in our houses it's like calling 911 it's like for what you're gonna need it <laughs> peterson <laughs> peterson's wife came outside as soon as the deputies arrived noko said she had been battered and her husband refused to leave his home before just before 2 a.m deputy said they decided to enter the home after peterson refused to surrender that's when the bullets began to spray suspect tried to kill everybody that was outside that house noko said this was a battle an absolute gun battle the gunfire didn't stop after the bullet struck deputy stone's leg slicing through the large artery in his thigh that supplies blood to the lower leg as shots ran out other deputies worked to wrap a tourniquet around his wound noko said the sheriff credited the deputy the the surrounding deputies fast thinking and training for saving not only his limb but also his life man karen guess the race black karen's going black for terrence j peterson let's check the chat room see what y'all believe mr peterson's racist scott peterson's cousin white alive after he shot a deputy dude has to be white terrence is a nigga black sounds white but his name terrence finger crossed white he's still alive though guessing he goes by terry white white because niggas can't afford alexa ha <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is and karen uh, went uh-huh go ahead okay all right karen went with white <clears throat> and i mean black and she was wrong he's white mm-hmm. 
got a cousin named terrence i know some black terraces i i know why you went with that but he was alive after the cop shot at him i mean come on Karen. he tried to kill two cops anyway if you said white you were absolutely right he was the whitest of the whites too uh all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one but she is trying to go and make it up in the bonus round i'm gonna try y'all are you getting nervous yes Mm, i appreciate your honesty at least you admit it yes all right draper police a driver admits to using drugs intentionally hitting a girl because she was white the driver who hit an 11 year old girl walking her scooter up the road in draper saturday morning admitted to purposely hitting her and using drugs before getting behind the wheel a probable cause statement from draper city police department states that Stephen becky admitted to using xanax marijuana lsd and mushrooms good god he was on all the drugs he also told the police he deliberately hit her because she was white based on the neighborhood neighbor security camera footage police believe early on that the collision was on purpose police say becky was driving on the wrong side of the road and swerved to hit the child ronald cook was on the scene immediately after the crash and said becky got out of the car after the crash aggressively walked up to the girl and said we all have to die sometime well god damn cook told police <laughs> i know scared that child to death i know literally and figuratively that uh, i think we know what happened and who put him up to this karen demons told me to do it who told you to do it the demons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah uh they said um cook told the police becky tried to leave and he had to restrain him he admitted you using xanax and marijuana while being held down police document states police said becky was acting erratic uncooperative aggressive and non-sympathetic towards the child victim according to the police becky was taken to a hospital to be evaluated for injury where he told the doctor he used lsd and mushroom the doctor then told detectives he agreed what happened to dr patient privilege wow some country what about them freedom of speech uh he had he agreed to speak with detectives and told him he intentionally hit the victim because she was white uh the girl suffered serious injuries including a head injury and a fractured hip becky was booked on suspicion of attempted criminal homicide driving under the influence causing serious bodily harm guess the race of Stephen becky karen Stephen becky is white karen is saying white let's check the chat room because she was a white (sighs) black karen saying Stephen becky is black let's check the chat room i don't know doesn't realize you can't impersonate black people in real life white that drug cocktail says white white uh he is confused black white man white black says jim from harlem last name becky doing mushrooms white lsd insurance says white karen last chance white or black doing all them goddamn drugs mm-hmm. i'm gonna stick i'm gonna I'm go black karen's going with black and karen is absolutely wrong (laughs) 
<laughs> all of y'all who went white got it right we're about to get cut off so i'm gonna go to sword ratchetness now and uh bring us back on screen um uh in a second so just uh give me a second everybody we'll be right back to session session two. Oh man let me add you back to the screen in a second karen um but that was a tough one you know he was that was definitely some white people shit but then his reasoning being that the girl was white right i was like this is a white on white crime maybe he was woke you know maybe no, that's what was, that's maybe that's what he was trying to uh convey mm, to us get a hit and say stay woke mm-hmm um and i would invite him to the cookout but i mean hitting mm-hmm. a little little white mm-hmm. girl I, mm-hmm. even i have my comedic limits mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he can't come to the cookout even even i have my comedic limits uh that that's a bit <laughs> that's a bit too much he's a little too woke mm-hmm. for the cookout okay he might be there fucking up black people the way he talking um all right let's see so sword ratchetness let's see um a woman sentenced to 19 oh wait this is uh yeah a woman sentenced to 19 years for attacking boyfriend with samurai sword she was obsessed with him on monday a washington state woman was sentenced to 19 years in prison for a samurai sword attack on her live-in boyfriend who she believed was cheating on her oh, i remember this story yeah uh the sentence came just a month after emily javier 31 pleaded guilty to attempted first degree domestic violence murder in clark uh county superior court uh he was severely injured uh clark county senior deputy prosecutor and a client tells people he was very lucky he lost a great deal of blood his father said he had 26 different stab wounds he had exposed bone his knee his knee and elbows almost severed he had a couple of fingers that had to be reattached Ooh, that is definitely passionate javier apologized during sentencing and said she wished every day i could go back and change what i've done yeah boo you need to be away from people javier allegedly told police that she decided to attack lavelle whom she had been dating for two years because she believed he was cheating on her and spent all his time playing video games uh she told police she felt he was cheating on her and that she was obsessed with him she felt she was working really hard at her job paying all the bills he wasn't contributing to the household and was spending all his time playing video games well don't try to put me on her side i mean it's not gonna work Mm-mm. shouldn't have used a sword klein says javier had plotted her boyfriend's death for a week oh don't they Ooh, can't wait for this snapped she brought the sword uh after a week before and listen the reenactment on snap of this nigga playing video games while she's exhausted from work is gonna be so good you know it's gonna be real good they gonna have that woman announcer on there the bill started to pile up <laughs> shakrisha began to get tired but what was his first name something klein but uh <laughs> but klein was he he didn't give a fuck uh what the fuck is this dude's name uh oh andy lavelle is his name yeah was, andy continued to play games even though they didn't have any food in the house 
um yeah so she bought the sword about a week before and he didn't pick up on no signs she had been researching on the phone how to kill somebody by slicing their throat Ooh, and i guess she didn't finish reading all the instructions because he lived javier placed the sword by her side on the of the bed and kept two knives taped to the headboard just in case she couldn't reach the sword good god javier allegedly chose that evening to act because lovell ignored her when she came home from work as a manager at a barbershop chain uh klein says she fed him alcohol and when he fell asleep she pounced her first strike was the was the blunt edge of the sword to the throat so luckily she had the sword turned the wrong way otherwise i think he would be dead oh my god oh so she didn't even know how to use the sword right klein says javier originally planned to commit suicide at the attack oh this is a rare murder suicide attempt by a woman but lavelle convinced her to call 911 he reported that as she was slicing him with the knife he was pleading for his life telling him she was killing him and begging her to call 911 which she eventually did javier's attorney chris ramsey said the client his client suffered from sexual trauma as a child and asked the judge to give her a lighter sentence wow that childhood trauma ramsey says the people went underdressed and untreated her whole life yo they listen i'm not saying it didn't happen but every snap episode they bring this up which should tell you how prevalent sexual abuse is in our society not necessarily if this happened or not right but the fact that we all have to be like eh, maybe that did happen because that's how fucked up our society is and we're like oh she said she got abused and she probably she probably did um they either do that or they go he was beating me but since he alive that was probably a hard one to pull off uh and since she told the police everything before you know that was a mistake on her part it's a tragic story she's been remorseful the whole time she laid everything out for the detectives and gave a full confession at the sentencing lovell's father gave a victim impact statement to the court no human being deserves to be attacked in their sleep in this most vicious and barbaric way time does not always heal all wounds and i had the same question the rest of the ladies in the chat have right now what's that but was he cheating i just want to know mm-hmm. and uh, they don't say in the article guys okay um i assume he was but that's just you know you, you never that's know just my guess when, when you deal when you deal with crazy you never know it's just an educated guess but i don't want to i don't want victim blame i don't know I, i'm a viewer i don't they didn't have anything in the article but uh you know niggas sitting at home playing video games all day driving around your car with the aka plates it'll it'll drive a motherfucker crazy uh all right y'all that's it tomorrow there is no regular show okay we will be doing a premium balls deep pregame i'm gonna start doing that more often to kind of save my energy and to combine some of my work uh so that i can have actual days off um (laughs) but uh we will be putting out the uh medium talk Mm-hmm. that i did um because i think you guys are gonna really enjoy it yes. uh it's with uh uh brandon i think it's brandon keith brown let me make sure i'm looking it up right before i fuck this up but um uh it, it's a very good interview um and i think you guys will really enjoy it it's long which i know people like about that that shows uh interviews yes and it's very in detail and he's a composer who had to deal with like racial discrimination at a college and we talk about his journey to become a like actual orchestral composer like a a conductor i say composer conductor um we talk about that journey what's it like being black in that world what's it like being overseas and dealing with that like um what was it like dealing with racism on the job and all that stuff and 
you know dealing with uh, a college that was you know trying to like mess up his whole reputation so yeah brandon keith brown uh that medium talk will be out uh probably later on tonight or tomorrow morning so all right for everybody else we'll talk to you guys later uh and uh leave feedback leave us five star reviews please until next time i love you i love you too